What up, what up, what up? I'm Max Siskind. I'm Max Berger. And welcome to another rousing episode of Max and Max in the Morning. Coming to you live uh, in your ear holes, uh, but probably not live because we're recording this at an earlier date. We're coming to you from the past. Max, we're going to keep our streak rolling of guests here. Do you want to let the nice people know who we've got in the Zoom room today? Today, we are very excited to introduce our newest guest. She was my roommate at one point. She has red hair. She's in school right now. She's awesome. That's the important part. Alex Meehan, welcome Ooh. to the pod. Hey, guys. Thanks Alex, for having welcome. me. I'm a big yeah, fan of the pod. So, Alex, tell the people a little bit about you, more than like that you just have red hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the biggest thing, first of all. Uh, ginger, good to get that out there in the first thing. I'm in PA school right now at Marist College in the great town of Poughkeepsie, Ooh. which is fun. UMD grad, and I'm hoping to get back to like the Baltimore, D.C. area after I graduate in May. So, yeah, exciting Sweet. stuff. Very nice. And as Max and I, uh, you know, is is required of us, roll terps. Roll terps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But no, that's great. So yeah, we'll we'll dive right in. I mean, Max, how was your weekend? How have you been? We can we can start there. I've been pretty good. It was an action-packed weekend. I drank a little bit too much on uh oh. yeah on Saturday for the uh, UNC Duke game. Yeah, it was on Saturday. So one of my college friends, graduate college, he's from UNC, and so he was uh you know he roots for UNC. So anyway, he invited me to this uh, UNC bar to watch the game. Becca and I, and he had a sweet setup. Is a Fun, behind enemy lines yeah behind enemy lines is like a booth with spit guards on like either side so like there's a tv in front of you spit guards to the side even if it gets out of hand like you're safe so it was just the whole thing so i was a little bit nervous at first on the turf like what am i doing there like what even is a unc i didn't know what to right. wear because like i'm assuming that everyone's gonna wear like a unc jersey so I'm like I'll, I'll wear something blue no big deal and then the only real like blue shirt i have is like the one with peaches that people say look like butts so i grabbed uh, my peach shirt and i Wait, went pause over for a quick second max yeah. i want to describe the shirt to to the listeners so what we're talking about is you know max and i are big fans of the short sleeve button down game you got to have the game on point especially as we're entering into the spring and summer season max has a shirt it's a like a normal like light blue you know collared button down shirt that has peaches on it it makes me um, look now, like i'm from yeah. georgia a little uh, sure <laughs> we'll go with that i mean in millennial and gen z speak everyone knows that peaches are butts so we call it max's butt shirt unpause continue the story before i get further into this story i had a lot on my mind is like i went to this unc bar because like there was a real chance that unc lost like, spoiler they didn't and like i would have to be there for like another man emotionally right. so i was thinking about this story where becca had a pretty similar experience and it was stuck in my head becca can you can you please explain Oh, oh welcoming special guest Becca, Max's fiance, to oh my gosh. Hi, the pod. Becca. Excited to see you guys. Two guests in one episode. Who do we think we are? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you had to figure out some type of excuse so I could see Alex too. And you, sis. Fair. <laughs> so, Becca, tell away. Okay, so I've also had a very interesting experience at a UNC game. So... I had a situation where I had just started talking to some guy in college and he proposed as a first hang for us for me to different come kind to, of proposal. Yes, different kind <laughs> of proposal. So he asked me to come to his friend's house to watch the UNC Villanova game in 2016, which for okay. anyone who's a big basketball fan probably remembers this game. I have heard 
not a big basketball fan. But uh, basically what happened is I go to this, I go to his friend's place with him and, you know, everyone's watching the game, good times. Again, not a big basketball fan, but, you know, I'm in for a good time, having a, having a good time. Sure. The game is almost over. And I mean, there's so little of the game left and UNC pulls ahead and it's like very clear that they're going to win. This so is the people, national championship game. Yes, it's the championship. <laughs> so people are pouring shots. Everyone is so, so excited. And it's like the super high. And then I've been told that my memory was not correct, but in my mind, Villanova basically threw the ball from half court, which apparently was not the case. It's apparently much closer than that, but they <laughs> throw the ball like as well as they can and it ends up actually going into the basket at the buzzer and yes, so yes, yes. <laughs> Villanova beat UNC and the environment in that moment like all of the life got sucked out of this like <laughs> room. you didn't really know them you're in, everyone like, you're visiting a foreign <laughs> yes everyone college. was so excited like literally a second before and then everyone's face just got so sad and I saw like grown men cry again I don't know these people I don't know his friends I barely know right. him. like how am I supposed to console him he's not like my boyfriend I don't know his friend and Tough. I went to Elon like I'm not a UNC fan really I'm not a basketball fan and I am just sitting there like so uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> great first date it sounds like <laughs> so did that work out with that guy or no Oh, I mean, clearly not. You take him, yeah. <laughs> clearly not. Not for that reason. But still, I don't think that that was a great setup, you know, for anything great. But I uh, came into the bar the other night and I was like, I really don't want to see um, grown men from UNC cry again. Like, that was a very... Uh, <laughs> right. That sounds like a one-time deal in life. I do not want to see that. I assume that you console a crying man like you would a child. <laughs> Uh, tell them things like your UNC, you'll always have your UNC family, have some beer, it'll make you feel better. Little sips. For God's sake. No, but instead we got to see some Duke fans cry instead. And that's always a fun time. I'll see, I will watch grown, yeah. grown Duke fans cry all day, every day. Like that's just one of my favorite pastimes. So <laughs> I'm just going to say that this is a great way to start a podcast that not a podcast, just a feature that Becca and I have talked about for quite some time, which is Becca does sports. I feel like oh, we're, great, pitching, we're pitching, we're pitching great, segments now. I think recurring segment on it the pod, in. Becca does Becca sports. They all I'm going to say. the ball from half court. No, not really, apparently. Talking to the UNC fans, that is not how that played out. But Typically, they would shoot the ball. <laughs> a follow-up yes. would be yeah, a, recurring story that, a recurring story that all the sensitive men play basketball. That would be they another do. segment. Yes. One time, with uh, I was not feeling well. Memorial the possibilities are endless. I think I was like, I think I was actually sick, not like, you know, too much beer sick, but it's Memorial Day weekend and like everyone else went out and I just kind of like stayed back. Best and holiday of the year, just calling it out. Yes, yes, Continue. good times. But they have been watching, everybody had been watching like basketball beforehand and ever, like all the sports commentators were just like recapping the game and talking after this game. And I like, I don't even know if I knew where the remote was or if I just didn't care, but I just like didn't change the channel. And straight up these sports announcers were just like talking about like all these feelings of the sports players. They 
they're like, he's just like, he needs to be coached like more sensitively. Like he's just like, <laughs> it's hard for him to like respond to, you know, like a, like a regular coach or something. And they were just talking about these guys' feelings, which like, don't get me wrong. I'm all, I'm all for the sensitive stuff. But I was like, interesting. <laughs> Basketball is very open about these players. Mental health, like, big yeah, part of the game these okay. days. It's a big thing. Yeah. Most yeah. teams have like mental health therapists and trainers like on, on standby now. It's a thing. Yeah. Maybe these sports commentators are moonlighting as uh, the therapist. Who knows? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Well, so I'll, I'll leave you guys to it, but that's my little Well, Becca, no, appreciate you joining anytime. Come through. If you have more sports stories, I'm sure we'd love to hear them. <laughs> I get a sports segment. Alex will make it happen. <laughs> as an avid listener to the pod, please make it a recurring segment. All I'm saying. Maybe I'll see you guys. Hey, we listen to our <laughs> listeners. Help us help you. Bye, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah max so what what else happened i mean like that's pretty much it there were a lot of people hesitating to give me a high five because i'm like the only one there not wearing a unc jersey and at first it's just like you know like nonsensical amounts of high fives nobody's looking they're just like doling them out and then like they would like pause and look at me and like what the hell are you even a unc fan like what are you See, doing here? another use case for a callback to a previous episode with our friend sam lang another scenario where being the best at high fives would come in handy because everyone they wouldn't be skeptical anymore as soon as you gave them a high five they'd be that's like right wow that's right. perfect every Who time the whole bar is in i completely agree with that also in that would you rather i was all for being a best of high fives i Thank get you, it Alex, your support I mean, the world imagine like five videos though of you like 360 dunking it but you can well, always we never five. said we never said it was 360s but all you'd have besides the memories. The <laughs> but, yeah, um, but yeah max so that was your weekend, weekend was there was, anything yeah. else i've got other stuff but i want to hear from you guys sure alex what have you been up to i haven't seen you in in ages <laughs> Yeah, but pretty much school. And unfortunately, this last Fair. weekend was pretty school heavy, just like studying for some exams and um, applying to jobs and stuff. But uh, on Friday, we had an exam. It's a standardized patient exam. So you go in, read a door note and go in and do a whole patient encounter. And what? this patient, so it's it's good. It's you like read a practical note? experience. Yeah, it's, and you that's read, real life. It's like you read their chief complaint and this is a patient presenting to your primary care office for persistent abdominal pain for one month. And here are their vitals. They're like a 50 year old man. Have at it. And uh, Wait, it went pretty question. well. Quick yeah. question. Do they hire actors or people to play these patients? Like how yes. does that work? Or are they like other classmates of yours? So they do this. The standardized patient occupation is a real thing. Occupation. Use them. I, th- I think they do it. A lot of people use it as like a, a part-time gig to make some spare cash. But yeah, there's standardized patients. A lot of them for us don't really have to go through invasive procedures. They're always wearing like a sports bra if they're women and shorts if they're men and if they're women as well. But there are certain standardized patients who almost specialize in like rectal exams, for example. Oh, so, the big money. Yeah. And so they know. <laughs> they get paid extra. <laughs> Well, I hope. unfortunately, I never got the chance to do a rectal exam on a standard patient. And I'm saying that because then they can tell you if you're in the right spot. This is a real oh thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be good to know, I think. So I did my first one on just a random ER patient who luckily was pretty chill, just assuming I was in the right spot. But yeah, like they, they can tell you like, nope, you're not in the right place. You're not feeling correctly. Things like that. They have the same thing for like pelvic exams and women. But these standardized patients that we're dealing with are just kind of they memorize a script and they repeat it to 
back, repeat it back to you like a real patient. Are they failed actors? Gotcha. Like, how so, much so a wild weekend on Alex's part. Yes, yes. But uh, this the standardized patient that I went through was talking immediately. The first thing he says is that he has abdominal pain after eating Taco Bell and eating Crunchwrap Supremes. Very which relatable. I couldn't just I couldn't ignore. Yep. I had to be like, I, I agree, they're delicious. And then later had to counsel them that they shouldn't eat Crunchwrap Supremes daily oh, no. <laughs> as much as I love them. And then I, I did have midnight Taco Bell that very same night. Who was on your Just mind? To bring it full circle. So you know? yeah, so wait, he was doing double time because not only was he an actor playing a patient, he was also playing a guy in a Taco Bell ad and it worked. It, it really worked. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, so busy weekend for me. Yeah. <laughs> No, sounds great. I mean, on 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 my end, not too much this weekend either. Spent a lot of time catching up on my shows as I always do. I'm real deep into all this founder stories. So I'm deep into the dropout, which is the Elizabeth Holmes dramatization with Amanda Seyfried, who's great. What deep are the into... stories? What are so they? these are these are new shows that are about the founding of different companies or in the Elizabeth Holmes case, that's more like she was a con artist fraud. So that's different. But then I also just started We Crashed, which is on Apple TV Plus starring Jared Leto doing a pretty serviceable Israeli accent. But then on the flip side, Anne Hathaway doing a very mediocre Long Island accent. So if that's something that you're into, highly recommend that for our listeners because where Anne Hathaway will, Anne Hathaway. So, you know, mm. that's what I was up to this weekend. Nice. Uh, Max, both on my list. Do you do any highly accents, recommend. Max? Like Jared Leto doing an Israeli accent. Could you do that? Falafel. Ooh, it's, it's really tough. Okay. And I don't want right. to offend no anyone. Problem. <laughs> Jared Leto, especially. Falafel. Nice. That's, that's all I got. It's good. Thank you. Thank you. I, I will be here for the rest of the pod. <laughs> well, cool. I mean, Max, I know that you had a bunch more stories from this weekend. So use your use your party powers to to overcome Alex and I's lame weekend. <laughs> I did put myself on the hook for that, didn't I? So you sure did. We spent Sunday at the mall. I hadn't been to the mall in a while. Like generally when I go to the mall, I buy two of everything. I want them to have company and I'm just not Let's there that go often. to the mall. Yeah. And uh, it was fun. Like, you know, I don't go to these chain, like I don't get chain meals that often, but uh, we went to this place, Pepe's, which is like the best pizza place in New England. Like this is like my 10th time going. From years ago, I went a bunch and I've gone a bunch since coming here. When you like have a food place in a mall, it's just like completely different than like what like a restaurant in the wild would look like. In the mall, they had like a porch, you know, where you'd go outside and sit, but they had that just like in the mall. So you'd go into the restaurant <laughs> and then they'd walk you through the tables, out a door, back to like basically where you entered the, the restaurant and it's like an enclosed porch. It was, it was fine. Like, you know, I felt very comfortable in that porch. I felt more comfortable taking my mask off because I felt like I was outside, even though I saw people walking by. We, it was, so yeah, so the pizza was great. This is, I've gone there so many times and they have paintings of their founder everywhere. Like they love their founder. He's all over and I get it. I have one complaint though, and it's not his fault because this man is from like the 1920s. Like these were different times. He didn't have the same education or the same access to nutrients or whatever the hell, but he just looks, he's so busted. Like the hygiene is terrible. 
the mouth is awry and he's just crooked smiling like all over like every inch of this place and uh, you know i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you right there max i'm gonna i'm gonna blame not the founder for that i'm blaming the painter for that if you Uh, choose if you choose to to paint your subject in an unflattering light that's just i mean maybe there was some beef maybe he disliked the founder and decided to paint him that way but that's that's on the painter for sure that's an artistic choice to paint someone in an unflattering light like that well i i felt so grateful that i had braces at one point in my life like i came away from this meal with at least that and the whole concept the reason why the restaurant works in my opinion is that they have the deepest fieriest oven of any pizzeria ever like in a mall too wow pizzas come out scorch lightning just struck your pepperoni that's what you're looking for and so the pizza peel i think i mentioned this before the pizza peel is like i'm not exaggerating like 15 20 feet long and it like hangs down from the roof with like ropes and levers specially trained pizza people like operate this and i'm like so this guy with the fucked up teeth on the wall thought of this and was like i need to open up a pizzeria but it can't just be a regular pizzeria i need an oven so fucking deep and a peel so long that it needs to hang down from the ceiling with ropes i'm going to train people specially to operate it and And then everyone applauded and he he found a painter on the street and said paint me (laughs) yeah the man didn't settle for mediocre and now i'm eating his pizza in like a mall balcony indoor mall balcony so yeah that was my weekend truly truly what a time to be alive <laughs> max is this the same pepe's pizza that you guys drove like several hours to get and yes. then realized that it was literally There's like 20 minutes away two locations under a half hour <laughs> from us but i had to go to the original the op you know just once and yes, uh, yes. Yeah. yes i did that i admit it <laughs> authenticity is important max <laughs> Cool. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll get into our game of the week. Don't go anywhere. This week's episode is brought to you by Time with Leprechauns. Have you ever wanted to follow the rainbow to the pot of gold? Have you ever wanted to hang out with a small person with red hair? Then Time with Leprechauns is for you. Pay us a small nominal fee and we will hook you up with one of our very own leprechauns. You have the ability to hang out with them all day, follow them on the rainbow as they seek out their gold. And if you're lucky, they may share that gold with you. The only caveat is you must be a true believer. Even if you pay us, but you are not a true believer, the leprechaun will not be visible to you. So make sure you are a true believer before signing up. And remember, no refunds. My experience with leprechauns, they are not going to share that gold with you, but maybe you'll have better luck. Time with leprechauns. Thanks for sponsoring this episode and hope that you guys get a leprechaun soon. I know, I like mine. (laughs) Max hasn't given his back yet. All right, and we're back. Max and Max in the morning. I'm Max, that's Max. And we have Alex joining us for this week's Game of the Week. I will turn things over to our game master, Max. Do you want to explain the rules this week? Yes. So this Tell the people what we're playing. I thought that the theme would be quotes. So I've got a bunch of quotes from a bunch of famous people that nobody really thinks about anymore. And uh, I'm going to say like three fourths of the quote. And then we're going to kind of mad lib it. Like you're going to try to guess how the quote should be completed. Nobody expects you to get it right. I don't expect me to get it right. And I wrote them down like this morning. So let's just like do our best. And then I'll tell you like who said it. So like maybe that'll give some context. And then I'll, you know, I'll tell you how the quote is supposed to be completed. All right. uh, Sounds good. 
Alex, you understand the rules? <laughs> yes, yes. Very well explained, cool. Max. Awesome. And we're calling this one Quotey Quotables. Okay, so let's start uh, Quotey Quotables with, and, and I quote, man cannot live by bread alone. He must, dot, dot, dot. This one was said by our 20th president, Garfield. Note that he died six months into taking office. Man cannot live by bread alone. He must. What would I have if I can't live by bread alone? Uh, stay active. He must stay active. Brush his teeth. No, it's too early for brushing teeth. I didn't do that back then. So I am a big lover of bread. So I would say man cannot live by bread alone. They must get more bread. Okay. A more like bread that. approach. I'm going to go with man cannot live by bread alone. He must also have cheese and beer. I think you, know, you got to have a full you're... meal, you know, got to be able to sustain yourself. Yeah. That's where my head's at with this one. I mean, actually, yeah. Now that I think about it, you're totally right. No one can survive on bread alone. Although honestly, like I make some pretty sweet bread. So, okay. So the full, <laughs> the answer is man cannot live by bread alone. He must have peanut butter. Ah, President Garfield. <laughs> peanut butter. I mean, so, I mean, I was pretty close on that. I mean, you were. I went savory. He went sweet. It is what it is. Everyone's entitled to their own preferences. Okay. So next quote, if we're not supposed to eat animals, how come dot, dot, dot. This one was said by Tom Snyder, host of the late, late show in the seventies and eighties. I'm just going to say, if we're not supposed to eat animals, how come we do? End of quote. <laughs> <laughs> How come they taste so good, maybe? <laughs> right, basically. So that's what I was going to go for too, Max. I mean, I hope like PETA isn't listening, but yes, how come they taste so good? Hey, I if mean, they are, rack those listens up, baby. <laughs> why are they finding their way to my plate if I'm not supposed to eat them? Okay, so uh, the answer is we're not supposed to eat animals. How come they're made out of meat? Right, yeah, that's, true. yeah, that's pretty good. I like meat, yeah. The cutting edge of 70s comedy. Tom <laughs> Snyder, thanks. In that same sense, then how come we aren't, people could be the same thing. We are also made out of meat, yes? I do not condone. I, mean, I don't know if we're setting. called meat unless you're eating people. <laughs> but one not to go not to say that i am a uh army hammer like cannibalist believer but uh oh. hey we, go see death on the be, nile everybody i i just saw that he was in that movie and i thought that he was kind of blacklisted from hollywood until i just it's saw the last that. one it's the last yeah. one they like let him be in i'm pretty sure <laughs> slash they they weren't able to cut him out i don't think so that's why he ended up in the movie which actor army hammer oh okay the Winklevoss um, twins, uh, yeah, call me by keep, name. I keep almost hitting play on that movie, and then I'm like, wait, he's in it. I can't watch this. <laughs> but can't then I'm like, cannibals. wait, Gal Gadot's in it. But then I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next quote. One word sums up probably the responsibility of any vice president. And that one word is... This was said by Dan Quell, HW's VP. He's not Dick Cheney, so shooting people is probably not going to be what this is about. Pretend, smiling? How about smiling? Job is smiling. That's a pretty good one for a VP. Um, silence? I did see Veep. She was not that silent. That, that's fair. Max, you got a stab in the dark? I'm still thinking about it. Hold on one sec. One word sums up probably the responsibility of any vice president, and that word is useless. <laughs> okay. I don't know if Dan Quayle would admit that, but so actually the answer is even dumber. Dan Quayle said uh the one word is quote is to be prepared. Yes, that's not, that's inspiring. Not, three to four words, yes, yes. Okay, yes, and so not one word at no, all. No, Dan Quayle. Right. So in one word or phrase is <laughs> He let us awry. Thank you, Vice President Quayle, proving my point. <laughs> 
Okay, how about this one? Quote, if you don't mind smelling like peanut butter for two or three days, peanut butter is blank. Said by Barry Goldwater, five-time Arizona senator, lost in the 1964 presidential election. If you don't mind smelling like peanut butter for a while, peanut butter is dank. <laughs> if you don't mind smelling like peanut butter for two or three days, peanut butter is the other thing man cannot survive alone by. <laughs> you also need bread. Bringing it full circle. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> peanut butter is a great form of protein yeah yeah barry would be about that sort of health message sorry james garfield i said andrew sorry <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't have known <laughs> so yeah uh if you don't mind smelling the peanut butter for two or three days peanut butter is darn good shaving cream okay never would have seen that one coming barry wait that was the end of the quote <laughs> yes did you say that, Max? Or was no, that Barry? No, that's what Barry said. <laughs> this man was shaving with peanut butter. No wonder he didn't win. As soon as anyone gets a fucking whiff of him, they're not going to vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he wasn't our president. Stay away from my baby. Shocking. It was, but it was just because he reason. said that and did nothing else wrong. That was, I was being facetious. But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, that was a great, rousing game of quotey quotables. Let's give a round of applause for us. Woo, quotey quotables. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap things up there. I'm Max Siskind. I'm Max Berger. And that was another episode of Max and Max in the Morning. Special thanks again to Alex Meehan for joining us. Special shouts out, as always, to Anchor for hosting the pod. If you're starting a podcast, there's no better place to start. We're produced, as always, by us, Max and Max. Also, check out our new blog where there's bonus content coming at you. And by that, I mean we put photos and other references not on the pod. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not what we're talking about. But yeah, check out the blog at maximaxinthemorning.wordpress.com. We will see you next time, or we won't. And that's fine because you found another podcast to listen to that you like more than us. I wouldn't recommend it, but you might find yourself in that scenario and it happens. We'll see you next time and hopefully have another great guest and another great game. And yeah, that's it. Bam. Cool. Yeah. One question for you guys. I've been wondering, do you guys listen to your podcast episodes back? Only three times. times. (laughs) Max doesn't listen as much as I I listen three (laughs) times. All at like super speed. Once at normal speed, twice at super speed. I'm listening to every word, every sentence. 20 plus times just until you like hate yourself for everything <laughs> pretty much said. pretty 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 much i already wish i like hadn't found out what i sound like like god <laughs> the worst part